0: Good evening, it's Friday night and it's weekender time once more, and we have a jam-packed show brimming full of sci-fi goodness from the very, very small to the very, very tall, the ultra new to the old IPs. It's a whole host of sci-fi fun and games, but don't worry, because we've also got some historic and fantasy squeezed in there as well, if that's your thing. On top of all of that, one lucky viewer will be in the chance to win Warhammer Age of Sigmar Extremus from store.ontabletop.com. If you want a chance to win that big box set, you need to be a subscriber to the channel, pop a comment below, and share us around on the socials. You know the score. Otherwise, sit back and relax, because your weekend starts here. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Weekender. I'm joined this week by Ben John Chang. Hello. This week we go through a bit of a sci fi yeah, this week. Yeah, oh, really bad, so. Yeah, there's an awful lot of sci fi coming at you. Hot, yeah. hard. Like sci fi Cleopatra. Like sci fi Cleopatra, some sort of Necron. Oh, yeah. Of that Necron works. Or Gowled. Why have they not done that yet? I rewatched Stargate the other day. Yeah. let complete aside. It's Great, oh my god, it's still fantastic.
1: Bring Neferata back from Warmer Fantasy, but put her
0: in 40k. Or well, just put know. her in Age of Sigmar, that does the same thing. That's Weesh. true, yeah, yeah, yeah. right it's away. You've, you've, got, uh, <laughs> you've got that fantasy 40k supplement, Segway, all the round bases, it's terrible, terrible stuff. Anyway, um, we are here to guide you through the week's worth of gaming that's caught our eye. That we are, yes, uh, and the Big news on our side so far has been the lovely new miniatures coming out of Corvus Belly from Infinity.
2: Yeah,
1: so uh, they've got a new bundle that is uh, available for you to pre-order right now um, from over on their Adepticon site, over on their store. Uh, this is the Bakunin Observance, uh, which is a new action pack and associated bundle that's going to be uh, available for you to pick up from the 9th of March, so couple of days ago, all the way through the 28th of March in the future. Wow. Um, so this comes with a whole host of new kick-ass badass warrior nuns in their kind of sci-fi cyberpunk style of Infinity. Um, so you get the new action pack, as you can see there, which comes with a bunch of revamped stuff and mm-hmm. also new miniatures for the Bakunin um, Sectorial Army. Um, so there's like a nice mix of kind of updated sculpts and also ones that are entirely new, which is kind of cool. And there's the breakdown of where they where they fit into that sort of cycle of things, which is quite nice. Orphans, they're my favorite people to give a gun to and send into a war zone. Exactly, yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, as well as the action pack, which is looking very nice. Um, you also get the Diaphos mission pack as well, uh, which is kind of like their neat, like, neat little kind of narrative stuff that they do um, for Infinity. So you get, uh, in this one, Panoshiana and the Nomads are hunting down the same AI. Dun, dun, dun uh somewhere within their their world uh, someone's called troubled threats uh th- mm. tr- sorry troubled theft is the name of the uh thing and it comes with uh mother healer agatha and brother indigo contantinos um so yes kick ass and take names in various states of faith mm. depending on how you want to approach it i suppose i may
3: not be pre-ordering
1: no, no. <laughs> of course not why would you uh, and you'll, they'll also be hunting down that AI known as Robin Hook. Might have some kind of Robin Hood things going on there. We shall mm. see. But yes, yeah. <laughs> can also I be used. I love using... that sculpt. That oh, yeah.
3: Constantinos with a hammer. Ah, at... oh.
1: That's very nice. Yes, everything so is very cool. cool. <laughs> um, so yeah. So as well as the um, the Diaphos mission pack, you've also got this special miniature that's going to be available during this pre-order period as well. Um, so this is uh, Cassandra Kusanagi, mm-hmm. um, who is back with a new badass version of her miniature to throw into the mix. Um, she has been fighting alongside the Moiras, which are part of that sort of um, action pack that we saw as well, just killing everything basically. Uh, and now she's got a big new sword to go kick ass with as well, which is always nice to see. So yeah, if I you're had interested, Moira at school, and she was exactly the same, <laughs> running around with her green hair, killing people. Oh, killing yeah, people, so. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so yep so this is the all of these are actually available separately if you want to or you can get the bundle as uh, Sherry's showing there which gives you the action pack and the diaphose and then you get the Cassandra miniature for free as well which is quite nice um if you're interested in learning a little bit more about the Bakunin Observance Action Pack and all of the associated miniatures that come with it as well, there are going to be a series of videos from Corpus Belly over the next couple of days. Yeah. Um, so watch out for that um, over you know, the next couple of days as I'm, we head into next week and stuff like that. So i
3: have also got to show you that at the time of recording, the pre-order starts in 13 minutes. <laughs> i'm not watching it but it's right there so, <laughs> so when we David. get
0: into the india of the week uh...
3: <laughs> john will just disappear
0: <laughs> oh you, you think that but you don't know what the india of the week is yet though.
2: Oh, oh no oh, oh, oh no don't oh, oh, yeah. don't
0: yeah, don't 100 yeah. <laughs> yes well it'll be interesting to see what else comes out from adepticon over the next few days anyway yeah. um yeah. but yeah keep keep your eye out for the uh the Corvus Belly News and all the other stuff that will come out we'll be probably covering next week quite a bit, I imagine. Yeah, we'll dive into that. That's, that's what yeah. the Adepticon does. It dumps all the news all over the weekend. And we <laughs> spend the week trying to pick up the pieces. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> during Cheltenham week as well. Outrageous people. Outrageous. Anyway. <laughs> right. With that, we should kick into the show. And uh this week, our indie of the week is the most important of all things is Deathray Designs. Ooh. Ooh, I hear you say. Ooh, oh, ooh John. Ooh, Shay. So Deathray Designs is a company that do a whole host of bits and pieces, little thingly bobs to add to your terrain or to make your terrain out of, because they sell terrain and STL files and stuff as oh, well. Dear. They also <laughs> what? do a range of miniatures it- and... <laughs> and a mech game for ash barker called steel rift and they're all six <laughs> mil where would you want to start john are you going to run off in 13 minutes sorry i mean 11 minutes and 30 seconds <laughs> no? mm. mm i'm going to keep the six mil mech miniatures and stuff for a little bit later
2: um, <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> uh, for, for
0: approximately 10 minutes time i think i'll start looking through that um, so you can see that there, there's quite a lot going on um with Death rate Designs, there's a whole host of things. They're one of these companies that do tokens and movement trays and storage and bits and bobs and then from there they've progressed into making terrain and then bits for your terrain and then they've got into 3d sculpting um i'm going to start with the decals since there's front and center screaming at me and not because mm. i was looking through the decals recently to stick on to tiny buildings so i can fight bots in front of them um, <laughs> <laughs> you know i'm just i'm just saying everything's about bots nowadays everything right. is about <laughs> bots all the time you are 100 percent correct so you can see they've got um You've got to split into markings, numbers, and logos and icons. Uh, logos and icons are my most favouritest, uh, although numbers are always good, whether you're wanting to stick numbers on a Blood Bowl or a Dread Ball player or on the side of a tank, whatever it happens to be. Or, or a yeah. battle, no. battle
2: Tech. Or Battle Or Battle Tech. Yeah. Uh,
0: especially if you happen to be putting together some new six mil steel rift mechs. Uh, <laughs> did I did I mention those steel rift mechs come with a whole host of weapon options that you could magnetise in or just build them whatever way you want? Yeah. Did, did, haven't they, no, not yet. I'll mention that later, don't worry.
1: She- Shea is remotely firing
0: up his 3D printer. He's <laughs> <laughs> just got one of those uh, uh, infrared car unlocks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 3D printers just going. Engage. Z- <laughs> but you can see here some of the these are a sheet of uh, 6 Mill street graffiti. That's so, so cool. But, I mean, you say 6 Mill street graffiti. Well, I say it, and also they do right there on the bottom. However... Say you were playing something like uh, Necromunda or a gang fighting game, mm-hmm. and you had some of this as tagging on the back of people's jackets and coats because it'll be about oh, the right size. Mm-hmm. That would
3: be cool,
2: yeah.
0: Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? Though? Wouldn't Isn't it? it. Mm-hmm. Ah, up here <laughs> for thinking, down there for dancing. Telling you, um, <laughs> but yeah, the uh the actual new decal range that they've they've put together looks really really smart. And I need to have a look at those as well, because you'll enjoy those. Um, see, so things like you were saying about mech markings, John. I mean, things like this. They've mm. got to be a pain in the backside to actually paint on. Yeah. Uh, you know, the little front towards enemies and stuff. And they're they're generic enough to work on your battle tech or any sort of mechs you want to, to stick them on, or obviously Steel Rift. Visit SteelRift.com. Um, <laughs> you, you won't have to. You'll see them all here, John. Don't worry. <laughs> uh but yeah so a whole host of them in in various colors i love the the distopian propaganda posters though because it's a mix of the 1984-esque plus plus the new oh Uh, just imagine those on street level as you're you're running past punching face yeah never sleep i remember (laughs) one of our community members did a rake of these in this sort of style for star wars um put them up in our project system so people could download them and print them out themselves Uh, and they're really really sweet I just like I like the pop of colour. I also obviously very clearly influenced by a certain poster in uh, two thousand and eight, I want to say. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Barry Obama <laughs> and his hope. So yeah. It's all Obama's fault, man. <laughs> These things always are, aren't they? They're always somebody's fault. I just yeah. But anyway, yeah. So really nice set of um iconography. You've got your shark mouth tallies and and just generic markings. Uh so like I say, whole range of decals. Are they just like standard water slide These transfers? are just water, slide, water yeah. slide transfers. You don't have to think or anything. It's great, hey, especially Shea. if you're putting them on a, a mech where it's nice flat sides.
3: Mm-hmm. We, we could give all of Shea's Herbie's shark teeth.
0: <gasps>
3: a little angry eyes.
0: An angry eyes on all your Herbie's.
3: Yeah. Oh, angry eyes would be better.
2: <laughs> how, how much for the decal set there, Jerry? <laughs>
0: uh, decal sets are $5.
3: I, I think mean, Shay, oh. Shay, and I are going to be putting in an order later. I think. What do you yeah. think?
0: <laughs> Probably will be. Probably will be. Can I mean,
3: graffiti yeah. up an be with the the other sheet?
0: Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I am doing that kind of stuff for the yep. for the stadium, John. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Okay. And again, we still, we still want to do that. Yeah, no, I'm 100 I'm percent with you. Um, again, you've got your things like your generic warnings and your generic numbers. So, so oh, the, I need those in my urbes. So these are. <laughs> are great as well for various things either terrain or scenery i'm looking at them with the view to uh possibly sticking some of this stuff onto some dead zone terrain mm. um, from mantic just to to let people know they shouldn't be opening those sides touching those things or switching the other bits off so anyway yeah decals they're all great we all like decals oh miniatures oh slip past terrain i'm <laughs> so close to miniatures There, so close so, again, uh, <laughs> sci-fi, modern fantasy, and then they do bundle deals as well. Um, modern for Last Days by Mr. Ashley Barker Esquire. Um, it's as if they quite like working together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: uh,
0: but our, the first time I heard Death Ray Designs was on a, a GMG uh, video years ago when they sent him a widget for measuring because he was always trying to measure with a tape measure while holding the camera one-handed, and <laughs> it was, a, it was a, a faff, shall we say. um so it's a little (laughs) measuring widget with you know gorilla miniature games inscribed on it as like "That's right designs cool so just very basic modern buildings great for obviously the last days walking dead anything like that anything post-apocalyptic anything (laughs) post-apocalyptic or moderns um especially you know in america shops (laughs) i love i love the yeah i love the shutters they're really really cool 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 and you've got your little internal very atmospheric shots as well for these yeah. Those. yeah i mean it's an interesting way because as far as i'm aware they're not painted or primed or any of that nonsense they're just you know your your stock mdf so you're going to have to paint them yourself uh, yeah. so it's a, it's a nice way of presenting them yeah definitely yeah
3: rather than just a a, a few shots of just brown unpainted <laughs> yeah. mdf yeah, yeah.
2: gives like you an that. idea
1: of how they'd fit into the aesthetic of what you were trying to do and mm. things like
2: that yeah. which
0: is always nice to see um then we have uh, a range mm-hmm. of fantasy sort of stuff as well. So you've got Himmelheim is sort of your Mordheim runes. Uh, you've got your D three, so it's it's essentially a, a modular dungeon, dungeon stuff. Uh, yeah. And then New Gallows is their fantasy constructed world. You can stick it on whatever we way. Can't everybody to. in Old Gallows. <laughs> <laughs> so you, here here's all the all the stuff you need, whether it's for um, dungeon crawlers or yeah. role playing games. I like that. Yeah. It's very nice. It's really nice, really nice set. Very modular as well. I like yeah, see. incredibly so, especially when you see things like the, uh, the wall panels and stuff. You can see how mm-hmm. they, they use the triangle ends. So they, they tessellate so you can get your 90-degree corners or your 45s or your 45s That's you really straights, nice. that sort
2: yeah. of stuff. You know, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a nice bit of kit if you wanted to put it together. Um, chuck or the set so a whole, whole thing. Hello, giant dragon.
0: Everybody needs a dragon. Everybody yeah, needs a well. dragon. Well, they probably didn't want a dragon, but they've got one up on there, <laughs> so you can see it. Uh, lovely, lovely little fighting with a big yeah. obelisk. Nice
1: Good uh, frost gravy stuff as well. Oh, as yeah. useful in Ix- things Ix- Ix- like Age Sigmar and things.
0: Oh, these yeah. are actually pre-coloured now. I don't know where they made the change. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Lots of nice stuff. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Very multi purpose, which is always handy. The so. sci fi is their biggest range. Um, mm-hmm. And they've been working on that for a while. And they've been working with people like uh, Fragging Unicorns for Gangs of the Undercity. They did the the uh, buildings for that. Right. Yeah. Um, as well as obviously a 41st Millennium adjacent styling. <laughs> so you, you've got all sorts, whether it's again sort of dungeon crawlery type thing, racetracks, the outpost. There's the, because I quite like the, I think that was the one from Fragging, New Circe's. You've got your kind of uh, neon-esque bits and pieces going on with it. Send uh, Schwarzenegger to Mars. To mm, trust <laughs> Mars. And you can see with the sci-fi, you've got the, the dirty, grotty sci-fi, but then you've also got these ones where they've tacked in um, acrylic pieces so that you can do the sort of the poppy neon bits. Yeah, I always like that seeing that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when, when you've got the option to do it, and doing these sort of, you know, matte black, luminous green and, and see-through, you've got uh, a whole host of stuff you can play with. So
1: I mean, we were just looking at Infinity, and a lot of this stuff would be amazing for that, because you, you need to set up big, essentially mm. cluttered, not cluttered, Quite but
3: dense tables, yeah. Dense yeah, tables, yeah. that's
1: a better word for it, yeah. Dense tables for Infinity. So stuff like this is really good, especially buildings with height as well.
2: mm
0: so you can put a sniper on the top and have all the AROs all the time. <laughs> High distance. I really like this, um, this compound with the two-layer effect. Little That's path really cool. running through the middle. Yeah. And the shrubbery. <laughs> oh, I've got I was
3: just getting that reference before you said shrubbery. Shut up. <laughs> Thank you.
0: You're welcome. I've really, And again, talking about really <clears> interesting <throat> shots, theoretically, they're selling the train here, but at the same time, somebody set their train up and we're starting to take pictures. Yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, this looks cool. I've just got silhouettes of troops. I
1: like the idea of that as a imperial base in yeah. Star Wars that's been set up on a world, mm. and then all of the stormtroopers are just gone, and nobody knows why, and it's just been left. And so when all the like uh, when all the imperial troops come to find out what's happened, they have, they've all just been taken by the local alien life form. Yeah, or like that.
0: the, the really flora and fauna has done them up like a kipper. That is definitely yeah. an Eversaur assassin. <laughs> this is power swords bolt pistol little rifle yeah. gun yeah but yeah so Very a cool whole Galvy bucket so much stuff in the way of um, sci-fi age uh, we'll open this one shall we I wonder why we'll open this one is it because it's six milesque? this is the starter before the main course mm, so. the little aperitif the moose bush to cleanse the palate John we forget about the <laughs> nuns don't remember the nuns so you two can run your big chunky mechs down a city street mm-hmm. and uh you know
3: do you need more terrain for for our battle tech t- t- yeah, yeah it's good
0: yeah. i mean compact and it's It does exactly what it's supposed to do. It looks like a set of city tower blocks and stuff, you know. So if you've got nothing at all for mech combat, it's a great way of starting off your collection. You can just expand from there. Very much so. Oh, don't worry about any of those mechs. Oh, no. I mean, why would you even look at them? Mm. Mm. Don't worry. Anyway, so, yeah, that is the, uh, oh, a little sort of taster of what they have in the tree. And obviously there's a ton more. More. oh yes yeah, and they have um widgets and airbrush stencils and stuff <laughs> and they do various types of stenciling uh, so you have got your, your mylar. twitching by the way <laughs> your, your death mask splash shield so you know the, the the reusable ones the ones that will give you very crisp um that's nice things and then your your mylar sort of quicken quick and nasty, stick it down, yeah. spray and move away. So you hopefully don't get too much bleed underneath them and that kind of thing. Yeah. What those? Yeah. But with these ones, you'll not get any with the desk mask with the Mylar, yeah. you'll obviously get some, but the, but for those, you're not looking for perfect results. You're looking for. Yeah. it can add to the effect of it. as well, yeah, it? yeah. Quick and dirty. And you can see things like camo patterns. So oh, wow. if you want to do a, like a hex field camo, and these are the, um, <laughs> the, the adhesive reusable ones. Yeah. Um, so Sibium. The, the really good quality tight camoing um, which is handy for various things
2: because i mean
3: i love the yeah, way they're displaying herbs. this stuff like yeah i mean the, uh, the presentation of all this stuff's really <laughs>
0: nice uh, it's it's one of these websites that i didn't want to do when lloyd was here because he would appreciate it too much <laughs> uh, To wear got some postage stamp ones with half the images missing for whenever he comes back <laughs> there's there's no trains on this either though, there's so no weather sure. no there's no trains he would be very bored very quickly yeah um <laughs> but yeah so they've got stencils they also have a a set of um bits for scratch building i think it's in the scratch build section uh yeah oh, okay so just give so, you bits and pieces and you can yeah oh, you can get cool, yeah. which you could add to your your tabletop your bases whatever uh, and they even do um I know you've been playing around with rollers recently, John. They yeah. do das templates for doing broken pavement and regular mm. pavement stuff. But they're they're acrylic cut that you put push the das into and scrape off the back and then pop them out when they're dry. Oh, that uh, is so cool. It, so it's a little bit different. But this is a little set of a uh, traffic traffic cones and Jersey barriers and and uh, stuff that will work for obviously scatter or you can top onto your bases or whatever. Very cool. Um. Which is always nice. I mean, when you're looking to make it look a bit more homely, a bit more lived <clears> in, <throat> not stark bare streets, uh, it's a good way of doing it. So, should we have a look at some miniatures? Let's have a look I at mean, the STL shop because because I may as well show you this first because it's not they don't do everything and then do everything in STLs. They do a very right. finite amount of STLs. Okay. So I'm not just doing this to annoy you now. Yeah. <laughs> but these are. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Done. Uh, there's a, a sample pack that you can probably uh, start downloading now, Shay. Um, if it's only ducks out <laughs> out of sight, we'll know why. But this is uh, some little hexy-based terrain, so oh, you two cool, can man. add stuff with a, a big hexy look oh, to it, like some, so some massive new so power like plants, command and stuff. conquer vibes.
2: I mean. It really has got, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs>
0: i can okay. hear hell march in the back of my head <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's i mean you know it's really nice full set or the industrial or the power plant that's really um, neat I say, mm. you can just get the storage but the uh i think the full set may as well go bigger go home on that one mm. and and realistically it gives you the minimum print area required which is interesting because i don't know if that's important
3: well it would be dependent on yeah. if you're wanting if you're wanting to try and print it all at once. You- Mm. It's nice to know that that is the
0: yeah. There you go. Blah 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 blah. List of everything that's in it: two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen pieces. You can get your hands on for forty dollars. Is that good? I don't know. I don't know what. Don't know what any of this means. Could be good. Could the the be thing, terrible. the thing with STLs
3: is no one really knows how to price it yet. Do you price it on the perceived value? Do mm. Do you price it based on how long it took to design, or that sort mm-hmm. of thing? Like, because Shay and I see like STL prices all over the place, you yeah. know, from mm-hmm. next to nothing to why is it so expensive? But yeah, it'll that'll level out. I
0: think we'll understand. Hello, Max.
2: <laughs>
0: Hi. <laughs> this isn't. This isn't even the. I'm not going to say the good stuff because this is really nice, but this is, <laughs> this isn't what I've been teasing you with yet. Uh-huh. Uh, so. Right off the bat, there's your training bits again, bases, um, and base inserts and converters. That's important because if you've already got Battletech stuff and want to play Steel Rift, that we'll be talking about, mm. um, it works on a round base. I don't know why a square would have made sense because you've got you've got four arcs, yeah, um, which is why there's little nub jewels on it because you can attach a, an arc template to them. Uh, but if you've already got a load of Battletech and you go and well, don't want to buy mechs, well, you just stick a base converter on them with a magnet and it means you can pop on pop off um as you can see they've got a couple of sets of textured ones which i think are really cute especially when you're basing up a little bit of infantry and stuff like that you can stand on a small bunker or what appears to be some sort of willy's jeep (laughs) oh man why did you bring a willy's jeep to a conflict with hover tanks and mechs (laughs) poor poor Sons of guns. That guy was just doing his job. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: uh, here are small little infantry. And the small little infantry includes sort of what I suppose would be like dreadnought-sized
2: Yeah, and one.
0: Yeah, uh, as well as exoskeletons and then just regular things, bikes and quads and arty. What do you want to look at, John? What do you want to look at? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'll make the decision for you then. Sure, you want to look it. at the field gun pack? Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, again, huge, ridiculous sci-fi gun of doom. Have a howitzer. Have one guy in an uh, exoskeleton-powered suit heaving that shell that's bigger than Shay into the back of that gun. It's, it's a way to do it. These would be very good for full-spectrum dominance as well.
2: Mm. Now I'm thinking about it. Mm Pew-pew. Pew-pew. It's so like those. I really like the uh, the quads and the bikes as well, because I'm like that.
0: Those are nice as well. Those like are very nice. Though, yeah. yeah. And it's interesting. I think um six mil gaming and sci-fi gaming, in particular, six mil is having somewhat of a renaissance of late. Mm. Don't know what it is, but it everybody possibly, wants to wants to go big.
3: Possibly started with the resurgence in battle tech, though. Yeah. Once people once there there was like that migration from forty K to Battletech mm. last year or a couple of years back, and now everyone's sort of going, Hey, mm. we can we can make more adjacent stuff to that now. Mm. there's a lot of stuff about there.
1: So they're all I good. think people really like the idea of playing large battles on smaller spaces and quicker as well. Yeah. I think <laughs> there's
3: there's there's a there's a niche for well, there's a growing niche for mass battle, but not at twenty-eight mil.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I mean, I'm sure they would work as alternative warhounds if you've still got Epic 40k or Armageddon kicking around for sure. Yeah. But if you don't, you can use them in other games. That's
3: totally not a rifleman.
0: Totes, what have I done there? Don't hover over drop downs. Apparently, is words to live by. Pew 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 pew. Four pews. Four pews. Four, four pews. All the four, yeah, four Gatling.
3: Four Gatling birds. Mm. <laughs> really like this insert
0: what hog sound mm. i like i like spider mechs <laughs> i don't know right. if they're they're any more realistic as far as having a giant walking mech would be to you just having bipedal but i just like the look of them scuttling along they should make a crab one rather than a spider one that is actually better at going left and right for that space invaders feel
2: which are very slow <laughs> moving
0: forward but can zip left and right really fast for doing cool. pop-up attacks behind buildings yeah. oh that'd be filth why is everybody not making crab mechs oh, sorry i digress anyway so yeah nice level of detail on these guys and as you can see there's a uh, quite a lot of mechs well, and a variety I'm, of yeah. flavors and i know they've
1: got some of them actually
0: in a little bit more motion as well. So you've got mm. like the
1: Warchief light mech and stuff
0: on
2: there. Yeah, they're, they're both, both the light mechs, you've to, got one shooting
0: and one cornering at pace. Um, we'll have a look at them before we dive on to the, the next bit. Oh, that's cool. De- it's definitely a
3: commando, not not a commando mech.
0: Going <laughs> to run around the corner and just thunder punch something in the throat. Yeah, That's where you <laughs> laugh at Atlas because you don't have a throat. He's just got oh, a giant ball good. head straight into the middle of your body. Yeah. <laughs> especially since that fist is planted and then they shoot the gun. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. That's cool. <laughs> exactly what we would do. Yeah. Uh, VTOL based craft like these. They're very uh, Battlestar Galactica. They are, yeah, very much. So. A whole host of VTOL types.
1: Heli-chopped. What doors. were the ships called? The Raptors were the transports ones, Uh Vipers. Vipers, that was it, yeah. Mm. Mm. That's
0: probably because of the nose more than anything
2: else. The little the stuffy yeah. Very good. Those are very cool. I like those. Yeah. And tanks, John.
0: Tanks. Do you use many tanks and infantry? Or are you just going whole hog into the, the mech size?
3: I am waiting for the Kickstarter to come. Because uh... that's putting what it's doing is putting vehicles and aerospace into Alpha Strike.
2: Mm. Because oh. at the minute Alpha Strike is pure mech. That's cool. As you can see, little hover tanks. some
0: of the buckets of tanks and tanks
3: well these would just work really well
0: look Shay, one point of guaranteed damage when you lob at the head of a bot
2: (laughs) (laughs) my favorite it was incredibly
1: (laughs) funny watching that let's play and seeing how often trucks
0: and crates were thrown at people <clears throat> we did f- we did fill the we did fill the board with a lot of stuff that that'll probably change up next time we play <laughs> i say it'll change up i've bought a load of cars so that the crates will change into actual yeah. cars this time what are you lately. doing this time, shake well i'm going to throw a crate at your head but, oh, but this yeah. time around i'm going in the head with the stop sign boosh yeah. um and then don't we'll- stand near power lines too often yep. and that's what we found out <clears throat> and then the last thing we'll take a look at here is the <laughs> terrain so you've got command post Debris box, and then the bastion. Ooh, proper oh. bastion with big gambings. Yeah, tons, tons of what are
3: they? Hesco, mm. Hesco box, yeah, Hesco boxes,
0: F- filled with rocks. Yep. Try to keep yourself safe. Keep yourself safe from giant mechs. Are you mad, man? Oh. <laughs> Let me know how that works out for you, tiny humans, tiny squishy humans.
2: There's more jeeps. Supposed to have think, jeeps these days, they're Humvees, aren't they? I'm still yeah. going to refer to them as jeeps. May as well.
3: I yeah. think my printer's going to have to get busy again.
2: <laughs> I like don't that. Look, crate stacking like set that, as well. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> look, for growing your tomatoes, polytunnels. <laughs> That's so cool. I love that kind of. Great stacking
0: style and those loners and stuff that's really neat isn't that the bomb from batman yeah <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
2: yeah
0: signal packing best kind of packing
2: and little mobile
0: command center as well that's not nice. a little yeah. debris box what are these uh oh misprints partial prints factory seconds so all sorts of random on. nonsense infantry train vehicles all chucked in a box for spicing up your basing and board out stock. Why not? Yeah, I imagine this is what you know. They're, have they're, to, you have to check it on a semi-daily basis. You know, because so, they're,
3: they're getting better at their their production, so these boxes uh, become rarer. Rare, rare. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> right. Okay, we've, uh, we've yes. tormented you long enough. So, Steel Rift. Uh, oh. If people aren't aware, it's a game by Ash. You can pick up the the rules. It's an interesting game, and I'm going to tell you a bit about the mechanics, John, and then you can tell me whether or not you agree disagree uh, are massively outraged okay um he was watching a video one day with a friend and they were showing
2: um anti-air turret yep and they fired a load of missiles at it and it just went yeah all
0: gone three seconds okay. mm-hmm. and he looked at that and when he came to design steel raft he went there's no rules to hit Right. instead you work out the damage based on your weapons mm-hmm. in the future everybody hits all the time and then it's up to the max defenses and counter defenses to try and take some of that damage dice away uh, through counter measures
2: yeah, I apparently
0: that. that's one of the things that's been causing people the biggest issues when they read it because they go but i but i want to roll but you don't mm. need to roll why would you want why would you want to miss um <laughs> your opponent might be really good and dodge a lot or block a lot and you get less dice when there's like intervening trade and stuff but the whole point of being in these giant futuristic mechanical suits is to get in a position where you can bring all your guns to bear in the most um
3: effective effective
0: way way for yourself as possible i guess
3: it, it makes it more tactical in a way
0: yeah now if if your opponent happens to be really good when they're firing back or sorry, when they're dodging, they can they can fire back, so they can counter fire for like every natural one they roll. Um, they get a a, a wee bit br- br- back at you. But uh but again, if you happen to manage to maneuver in a position where you're in their back arc, um, then they're just going to get, you know, riddled. And mm. uh, and it has a, a battle tech like feel where you've got a set of you've got a tonnage for a specific mech. They go from light up to ultra heavy. Um and then once you bought the chassis, you know what the rest of your tonnage can be allocated to, weapons or um, armor or mm-hmm. other bits. Uh, so you you build your stuff the way you want to, which is why in these boxes, they come with um, a whole host of additional weapons. So these all come when you buy it. Yeah. Uh, so some of them are like you know 20 additional weapons that you can magnetize if you want to start sticking other things on. Yeah. Uh, ash was saying it's not a whizzy wig game if you just want to build a cool mech and then go this week he's got these weapons next <laughs> week he might have something different i'm not magnetizing stuff i don't have the time uh you're not making me so you know either either is fine um
3: not not at that scale either because you're going yeah. to lose all your spares
0: <laughs> yeah well interesting thing i don't know if it's for all of these boxes but i know the two-player starter set box actually comes with foam inserts so when you've everything's sort of subdivided and when Mm. you've built your stuff it becomes a carry case for the six packs um so so you can keep it all together in that way there's another interesting little thing about the weaponry is that um you may discover that a certain weapon is great oh he's a chunky boy (laughs) and you want to spam like billy Mm. Uh, whenever you buy every weapon after the first of the same type um there's a tonnage increase so yeah three gatling may be fantastic but your first but one costs you ten or five tons. Your second one costs you ten tons, and your next one costs you fifteen tons. I get so you. it it stops the stops the spam to a certain extent. Well, you can still do it.
3: You can super focus, but it's going to cost you.
0: <clears throat> it's going to yeah, yeah. And it's uh, the whole setup for Steel Rift is it's the far, far future. Humanity has gone to the stars, developed Dyson spheres, the whole nine yards, uh, and then there's a terrible accident mm-hmm. one day, and the Dyson sphere goes away, and all those colonies and, and the rest uh, stretching out into space are now having to fight amongst themselves for resources um, ah. so there is a bit of story behind it there are certain things like um the old uh, earth military forces freelancers and miners corporations um in space doing various things so you've got a bit of that if you want to lean into it or you can just build your own um, faction uh, over time add to it and, and there's like a little table at the back where it goes military political corporation and they get little bonuses and stuff um i like and the, it's track variants of the, the, the track variants release. the very t1 yeah the the uh, yeah. proto-terminator that one especially being to see them rumbling all over the place and it's fine but like a dalek you just go up a set stairs laugh laughs in bipedal mech until the track mech blows the stairs up and brings oh, the building down on
1: top of you. And no. <laughs> Don't need <laughs>
3: stairs if there's no building. Yes. Uh, that is true.
0: <laughs> but I think the design work they've done on these is absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, it's really nice. Mm. And I'm, I'm very curious about the game as well um, to actually give it a go. The, the rule book is you can get the rulebook book digitally off um, drive through, or you can pick up the the starter set.
3: I like the look of those guys.
0: Yeah, the. The corporationy type. Mm-hmm. They, these it's are probably the sci looking. Ones. Yeah, well, these are ones with a ton of money. This is this is Amazon Cola or <laughs> whatever they've become in the future when they've melded into one Coke
3: Prime.
2: Coke Prime. <laughs> <laughs> that makes yeah, that's a frightening
0: thought. Those are very cool. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, a whole whole host of stuff you can be chucking on the tabletop and. uh and you can buy all okay. of them separately as well. You can nice buy them so all can, separately. Yeah. And like I say, there is a two-player starter box as well, which is what we were looking at earlier. So six mechs, so three aside, or you can just run them all as one set if you want to run them as one set. There's, there's nobody stopping you. Literally, nobody will come around your house and stop you playing the game that way. <laughs> Marker um, yeah, has decreed. <laughs> yeah, I'm well that mm. and i've got tripwires and claymores at the front door to stop people because <laughs> i live in constant fear of somebody trying to come around and tell me i'm playing it wrong but yeah interesting interesting little uh mechie techie game very um, much so yeah
3: you have me tempted
0: yeah well you know that is that is what i'm supposed to do in life john
3: yes it is apparently and yeah. you succeed
0: yeah well I, I think uh i think we've already gone past the 30 minutes so that box is probably live we'll take a quick swish of uh justin and we're sorry john and Jake can buy everything in sight i keep looking <laughs> down and justin's name is right there on the screen shay it's your fault <laughs>
2: and we'll
0: be right back with the news coming to you from the center
2: of northwestern europe
0: covering board
2: games war games card games and all that shit you love it's the but- news <laughs> okay
0: we are back to take a look at the news mm. and we have a whole galby bucket of it oh, yeah. tons of fun coming and we're kicking things off with uh, the Iron Kingdoms and a bit of the old war machiney yeah, uh, so
1: we're going to be diving into a little bit of uh, War Machine Mark IV as uh, Privateer Press expand their offerings for those people that are diving in to uh, to play the game. Um, there's going to be a whole host of mercenaries uh, that are available for you to snap up now, which is pretty awesome. Um, so these will work for a range of the different factions. So, m- well, most of them are sort of focused around the four factions that are kind of working on at the moment for the start of Mark IV. So you've got stuff for Signar, for Orgoth, for Kador, and Dusk House Khalees. Um, So you've got people like Prisoner102822 that we saw before there. Um, who has mastered her fell blade and is uh, ready to take control of uh, the battlefield. Uh, you've also then got Malgreth, the Charnel Plague, which is that undead fellow there with his mighty axe, um, uh, an ancient sort of hero of um, of Orgoth that is ready to kick ass and take names. And there's also Colden, uh, who is uh, going to be uh, kicking ass and taking names as well with his mighty axe by his side. It looks hauntingly familiar. <laughs> this is Colden, Lord Damien Korovic, which is very cool. Uh and then you've also got uh some really awesome stuff. Uh if you want to go down the uh the sort of elvish route. So you've got Elis, the Shadow of Retribution, so fed up with her uh, her previous employers. <laughs> <laughs> she went and stole this uh ancient relic blade from uh the houses of uh the elves and the houses of retribution, and is now ready to kick ass and take names and you know show the Orgoth what for after everything has been devastated, essentially, and her entire race. Well, not entire race, but most of them have been turned into undead fiends now, but there we go. (laughs) They all knew
0: the risks.
1: Yeah, there's also Eilish uh, Garrity, the Dark Traitor, who uh, is is somewhat regretting some of the choices that they made in the past and the dark packs that they made to the whispers in the shadows. Uh, but now they're playing both sides once again and have pledged themselves to the forces of Orgoth, but are also working alongside Signar at times as well. I was about uh, to
3: say he looks very Signar with his his uniform. Yes.
1: Yeah, so uh, previously a Signarian uh, academic of sorts uh, kind of threw his lot in, but then his side lost, <laughs> uh, okay. and so now he's 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 sitting on the fence when it comes to both Orgoth and Signar, so that if things come around, uh, you know one up for the other, or, or whatever, uh, then, he can, uh, then he can say that he was on the winning side. Plays both sides, so he Plays always both. comes out on top. Exactly. Uh, and then there's the very famous Alexia, Queen of the Damned. Um, she is uh, ready to kick out, She has completely dominated the sword now, mm. uh, and it is no longer in control of her. She is in control of it, uh, and as many people will know from the role-playing adventures, the stories and that kind of thing, Alexia is ready to uh, sort of be like, I'm evil, but not really um so yeah evil but i enjoy it (laughs) yes (laughs) and i'm using the tools of my enemies against my enemies which is
3: my favorite shade of evil is gray
1: So, yeah, there's a whole host of different uh, mercenaries that have been put together for you to use across the the different factions of, uh, of War Machine.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so if you're looking to spice things up and maybe make some theme lists or something, these might be quite fun to to, to add into the mix. Uh, I quite like the idea of telling slightly more narrative um, stories with War Machine and playing out some of the um, moments from the, the lore and the history, I, and maybe I, telling some new stories and campaigns with them as well. Which really I
3: cool. think there's there's a lot of good moves happening in the background Mm. uh um, privateer with war machine and yeah i have on the down low had a bit of experience with the new kits uh nice. so i have i say it in what i filmed which i'm not talking about yet but war machine has never looked so good physically awesome. but there, there 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 is caveats with that and i do cover right. that as well what i filmed so yeah, I real. explain I explain my opinions on a lot of it, so I'm not going to waste anybody's time hearing the news on it, but it has never looked so good Ooh, as a miniature range. Watch out range. for that.
0: Fancy. Not all the news from War Machine, though?
1: No. So uh, we've also got a set of the separate hero miniatures are now available. So if you already own a bunch of War Machine kit already for Signar, for Cador, uh, or for Orgoth or whatever, not necessarily for Orgoth, uh, then you might want to dive in and pick up some of these different characters separately now, uh, as opposed to, uh, they were in some of the big faction boxes or things that came out um, uh, towards the launch of uh, War Machine Mark IV a couple of months ago now. Uh, but you're able to get your hands on uh, Major Anson Wolf, who, fed up of being betrayed, uh, is now sort of heading his own command in Signar, uh, and sometimes gets lost to the bloodlust. You wouldn't have thought it from his lovely shiny armour but I'm sure that an attendant <laughs> cleans it quite regularly. Uh, but he goes; he does go off on one. Apparently, this Major Anson North <laughs> Spend a lot of time hosing his enemies off him. Yes. <laughs> uh, we also have Harushk the Thousand Wraths, who is your big bad evil character for use with uh, Orgoth. Um, he has been sort of summoned back to fight for Orgoth, and once he saw the lands of uh, Imran before him, and he landed on the beaches, he was like, "Well, I'm going to make this." bathed in blood, essentially. Uh, and he is, the, is it... the ultimate of all evils, essentially. With it's that big good, sword. but it could be more red. It could be more red, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I need something to clean my boots with. <laughs> uh, and then last but not least, we have Capitan Eka- Ekaterina Baranova, who is a uh, another of the mighty Kadoran warriors that is ready to kick and take names. She's she, quite the arcanist. So. She must be a big fan of Sorsha. Uh, yes, she's got plenty of sorsha vibes going on with tons her. of sorsha vibes. Yes, so uh, she's so, cosplaying a sorsha on the back. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> only without the tragic backstory. Huh? Yeah. no dead uh, husbands for her.
1: Mm-hmm. So, so she's a a powerful arcanist who, when when enemies around her are killed with arcane energy, she can like power herself up and that kind of thing as well. So, some really interesting stuff there for those people that want to run um, a faction. Uh, for War Machine Mark IV and just want to throw in some new heroes to to get yourself going. Or if you just want to pick up some characters to start playing through the world, the role-playing game or something, you could use these and just paint them up in different ways to represent your characters in uh, in uh, in the Iron Kingdoms RPG, which would be pretty Iron,
3: awesome. Iron Kingdoms is a world I've really wanted to role-play in because mm. I, I would really love to have played like a caster class. yeah, actually yeah. be a war caster in it, which would have been amazing. Yeah. Running well, around done, with a couple of war
1: jacks. They've done the new uh, fifth edition adjacent version of the game, uh, which will which should be a lot easier for a lot of people to slip into, which would mm. be quite nice. I quite like the or- original Iron Kingdoms RPG mechanics and stuff, but I think they did a good job with the transition into this D uh, anD D style, and I think I think that quite fits with what they've tried to do with magic and that kind of thing as mm. well. So it's well worth having it, a look at if you if you haven't before. So yeah, it, it
3: helps cool. to jump between games while still having some familiar ground with. it I would
0: assume. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But it's yeah, interesting because I've cool. seen a lot of people saying that some of the new models, the the Signar in particular, look very, very sci-fi. But for the first time, looking through, especially some of the mercenaries there, I'm getting a lot more of the fantasy feel than I have from previous iterations yeah. of you're- War Machine. Because I've always, whenever you're not playing it, when you're from the outside looking in and they go, there's War Machine and there's Hordes and you're going, well, War Machine's the sci-fi, Hordes is the fantasy. Yep. And you're going, well, no, actually they're, they're both fantasy. Uh, like that one's slightly more steampunk esque. <laughs> yeah. um, so I think they're they're sort of well, I'm going to say doubling down on the fantasy side. But the fan, the ones that are very fantasy are a lot more fantasy and then the ones feel more advanced. Feel advanced. It it feels like a a, a closer
3: blend between the two styles mm-hmm. that Hordes and War Machine had previously. Because before that, like Hordes and War Machine did have very um separate aesthetics the aesthetics were yeah yeah where now you see orgoth in particular are a very close blend of what hordes was Mm. yes um but more of the mechanical based stuff that war machine Mm. brought to the table Mm. so aesthetically i like that closer blend i like that the warjacks are still coal fired steam powered arcane driven machines yeah uh, that are controlled mm-hmm. by the arcane casters. Like I love all that. And I think as it goes forward if that blend continues in that sort of nicely mixed kind of way. I mm-hmm. don't want it to go swing too far one way or the other. I think it, it makes it more unique as a
1: yeah. as a universe. I, I am very eager to see what they do for hordes. I think it'd be <laughs> very cool seeing what they do for like new circle Bros and, yeah. and yeah. the troll
3: Bloods circle were always oh. circle and yeah circle and troll bloods were badass looking cool. factions.
0: Also, the fact that they're no longer sort of making the distinction that you know you're either playing this or you're playing that. Yep. Because yeah, because the whole the whole idea it. was you could always play both sides against each other, but it always felt separate and distinct. So, so there, I liked there was that mechanics that together. changed them up. Yeah.
3: There, the, yeah, some of the some of the base mechanics instead of um, arcane power and war machine, there was rage. Rage in, yeah. for the, in the in primals. Or,
1: the, the way that yeah. I always viewed it was that war machine was you planned out your things and then a turn happened, mm. but with hordes you were very reactive to what was happening mm. around you. So you you did things because of something else, mm. which I thought was always interesting. But uh, yeah, I'll be interested to see how it all blends together.
2: Yeah.
1: And mm. speaking of teals to me as people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we've got a new uh, version of Unmatched coming out. Um, so for those people who don't know, um, Unmatched is a great, a, a solid board game experience from Restoration Games that was based on an old Star Wars uh, property um where you take characters and you fight them you fight together against each other in either one-on-one or 2v2 etc games and they've taken characters from all over the different mythoses and legends and that kind of thing so you can have King Arthur versus Beowulf or King Arthur versus Red Riding Hood. You could have the Raptors from Jurassic Park versus Ghost Rider from Marvel if you wanted to, which I think is always awesome. Well in this um new game that they've been working on which is called Unmatched Adventures They've actually taken all of those base mechanics from Unmatched and they've turned it into a cooperative experience. Mm -hmm. So now you can play as these different characters like Annie Christmas, Jill Trent, Golden Bat, the first superhero of all things uh, sure. from japan <laughs> uh, and nikola tesla everyone likes a little bit of nikola tesla in their games uh against uh sort of um foes in your games and they've tried to do it in a very much a pulpy sense with this first set so as I'm, you can see you're like, getting those vibes yes <laughs> uh, so as you can see you've got big sort of like alien ants and ufos and all that kind of different thing and each of the characters similarly to unmatched has their own aesthetic and their own way of playing and the asymmetrical um, sort of gameplay style on the tabletop. Uh, And you'll be going up against an AI that will control um, the sort of villains of the piece like Mothman and Martian invaders and that kind of different thing. Uh, It's still a card game. So it's sort of like a deck based card game where you play out your attacks and defenses and that kind of things um, per go. And that means that all of the characters from unmatched adventures can be used in your classic unmatched games, so you can use them in a versus system, mm-hmm. or you could bring King Arthur into this and use them in Tales to Amaze, which I think is really awesome. Uh, and as with anything that they've done for unmatched, this is incredibly expandable. <laughs> uh, and I can't wait to see what they do in uh, in future ones. But yeah, if you were always thinking, I really like to match, but I don't like beating my brother or sister at this game every <laughs>
0: every week or something. Well, now you can work together. <laughs> It's good, good to have that approach. separation. There is it, yes. Not <laughs> just kick their toys in every week. Yeah, don't send, just be me. <laughs> send them to the room crying, and then go I say back this is someone
1: week, who always cool. loses one v one games. So you know, well, yeah, that's yeah.
0: that's why we have Shay in our lives to bring us all down to size <laughs> with whatever filth he happens to be rocking out. But yeah, it's yeah. it's interesting. I quite like the the pulpy because it has a it goes from a very nineteen twenties pulp vibe to the 50s B-movie when you're looking at things yeah. like Them, the giant ants and stuff like that, uh-huh. oh, yo. Yeah. and the, the little saucer chips and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, they, they hunt all
1: sorts of different things that are out of copyright to use in their games, so don't be surprised if there's not like a Winnie the Pooh or something. Oh, <laughs> that'd future. be amazing. <laughs>
0: Winnie, Winnie the Pooh fighting Mickey Mouse. That would be amazing. Like the original Steamboat Willie's where yeah, they yeah. fall, off, fall <laughs> off the track as well. Yeah. Some sort of Kung Fu Panda style mm. Right. Um whisking away from tales of old things to a galaxy that's very very old far far away yeah um, lots of so, yeah so atomic mass games have been talking a lot
1: over the last little while about star wars shatterpoint um mm. love it or loathe it <laughs> uh, as i as i see it has divided no, most of the community nobody but, can lose uh, it yet because nobody's seen what the game is yet well, exactly yeah well, are having to guess uh, but,
0: how bad it's going to be
1: but this uh, last couple of uh, sort of days, weeks has been sort of focused around learning a little bit more about that gameplay. Um, mm-hmm. So in the last couple of articles that they've been putting out on their website, they've been talking about um, gameplay mechanics and how it all works and things. So the basics of a round mm-hmm. uh, is that uh, it's played out with a deck of cards, a little bit like Star Wars Legion in a way, where you'll have cards representing each of the different units and/or characters in your um, in your in your in your force. Mm-hmm. In this case, maybe it's like you know, Ahsoka and Anakin and then a set of clone troopers and then Bo-Katan, Kreese, or whatever, however you want to do it. Hmm. And you build them into your card deck and it goes back and forth between each players. So it's not someone, someone doesn't activate all of their models and then you do all of yours, which is always nice to see. Uh, and then you'll reveal a card from the top of your deck and you have to activate that character. Um, so it's kind of trying to, ap- ap- kind of like a chaos in battle kind of thing. So, so you, it's li- so your
0: deck stacking in advance. It's like yeah, a so you, Yeah, so you well your so your plans you, and hoping that, you're going to kill what your opponent's doing. Well,
1: you shuffle it up. So oh. there is no you don't know when Ahsoka's going to come out, okay. for example. Okay. However, they have put some kind of mitigation in there. So for example, if you if Ahsoka comes out and you don't want to activate Ahsoka, you can put her into your reserves. So she can be activated in the future, but you'll then have to activate whatever the next card is. And they've tried to do it so it kind of mimics the kind of chaotic frenetic energy of kind of a Saturday morning cartoon where like mm-hmm. people do imp- unpredictable things and that kind of thing. There's also in everybody's deck a Shatterpoint card, which allows you to activate anything you want. So that can come up and kind of help mitigate circumstances if you think that you're completely getting done over by your deck, essentially, uh, which I think is quite interesting. Um, how that actually plays out in terms of gameplay and in, in terms of you know the power levels that you get shifting around on the tabletop will be mm-hmm. very interesting to see. But I quite like the fact that they've kind of gone with this sort of chaotic initiative um system which i think could be very interesting to play around because it'll mean that you have to make lots of decisions on the fly quite interestingly hopefully that means that the core baked in mechanics of the game are quite easy to understand so that you're not like ah i have to make a decision and now i have to read my character card for 10 minutes to work out what i'm going to do kind of thing but we'll see um they have also started to talk about the uh what characters have on their stat cards and things like that as well so um it, a lot of the characters will have force points which they can use to cast to cast to use force powers and things like that mm. but that's not a an infinite pool of points that'll mm-hmm. start to like wax and wane as you're playing the game so you have to learn about sort of you have to well, you have to think about how you're going to use them during the gameplay do you use all your force points early to kind of like do a large big blast attack you know early and like force push everybody off buildings and that kind of thing or shock them with lightning or do you keep them for later and be slightly more reserved and use them sort of drips and throughout the game and that kind of thing which is quite cool um on top of that they've been talking a little bit about kind of stat cards and things so if you click on the next Mm -hmm. tab jerry it should show you some of the stuff they've been talking about recently so they're going to be doing their demos at adepticon which will be very interesting because that'll be the first time anyone's actually played the game (laughs) Uh, but in this stat card overview they talk a little bit about kind of gameplay and stuff so each character has as you can see there on the right hand side stamina and durability so stamina is the amount of wounds that you can take Sorry, the amount of damage you take, and then after you hit each limit of eleven, you'll take a durability token. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit, little bit like being wounded uh, in Atomic Mass Games, Marvel Crisis Marvel Protocol. Crisis Protocol. Yeah. But in this case, you, in, uh, as you can see, there with Anakin, he has three <laughs> lives essentially.
0: Yeah, you're not f-
1: flipping the card. So yeah, so uh, but and as that like, as you take as you take more durability damage your it costs you more to do certain activations or certain abilities and that kind of thing as well so obviously being more hurt means that it's a little harder for you to do things but in some cases it might boost you in different ways and that kind of stuff Mm. and then each character then has a series of different abilities they can do and and actions and things that they can do on their turn as well so it, it seems like they've tried to make it quite quick and easy and snappy a little bit like they're trying to get people who have maybe watched things like the Clone Wars or uh, and, and that kind of stuff into playing this game and having fun with it. Um, as I say, the proof will be in the pudding when it comes to exactly how this all works when it's all kind of knitted together. I'm. It's really weird still that we haven't seen any videos of this. Like we, I, I, I like the I like the fact that they've put together the articles where they're talking about the breakdown of all of this. Yeah, but I don't understand why they put out pre-orders for a game last month um, but um, didn't people, put any videos out yeah. for people to watch to preview the these rules things. at this
0: <clears throat> stage because this is the first look at them so the previews yeah, have been yeah. out for a while but even now i'm looking at innate it, abilities that are causing my eyes to cross
3: it kind of <laughs> makes me feel like they're going to use the demos at adapticon as a bit of a beta
2: me- well, It, it feels like yeah.
3: it feels like there's there's a lot of stuff that could still be changed before mm-hmm. the game actually goes out. I don't understand the pre-order either. But then, when you look at the video game industry, it's exactly that as well. Well, yeah, you know, <laughs> you're pre-ordering something and you don't know what it is. Basically. But
0: then the the um actual release date is relatively soon. Mm. Summer, yeah. Some you're generally looking at three month run up print run minimum. Mm. So. I don't know how much change well, or how they, much time they would have to change.
1: Things. They they have done behind the scenes, well, not behind the scenes, but they have had beta testers playing the game. But as you say, John, it feels weird that the first time we're actually going to see the game is Adepticon so close to the release. I would have thought that we would have at least had like a snapshot-style Let's Play or something it, out. It already. feels
3: very careful in, yeah. in some ways. Yeah. It feels very... They're kind of working on it, and there's testing going on. But I think at Adepticon, oh, they're going to want they're, they're probably going to want to listen to people's opinions a little yeah. bit. Whether or not they do anything with those opinions is a whole other thing. Well, yeah, like some of this true. could be too far along in in the production queue to mm. to change. But maybe there's a couple of things they they're tentative on.
1: Yeah. So I mean, like I'm I'm excited to see what they do with it because I like the idea of playing. These kind of smaller games with these big bombastic characters doing something a little bit sort of Saturday morning cartoon on the Hero hammer kind of thing yeah I think that's I think that's kind of I think that's kind of awesome I and mean, it's what everyone really liked about Crisis protocol mm. but it will be very interesting to mm. see how it all comes together and how complicated it is compared to there how swift and
0: short back of this card. <laughs>
1: Uh, it, it's this is one of the as a board gamer i have many times looked at a, a player sheet and gone well i'm never going to understand this game and then suddenly it's come it's been like oh actually all just it's it's this it, x means whatever and this is very easy so it'll be interesting to see how it all as i say how it all comes together but anyway um shatterpoint stuff is out there in the wild now if you go and have a read of and see what you think of it uh, but uh i'm gonna stop yeah. reading that there's the stuff there to read yeah. but it would be nice to have some interesting stuff to, to watch as well I,
0: it's like anything you're 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 looking at it in a, in a vacuum we're seeing the cards and some of the you know here's your innate abilities and identifying yeah. abilities and tactical abilities and blah blah but we don't know how mm-hmm. they interact everything with interacts everything together. else yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's little flow charts you go okay and there's numbers below them and it's like it looks mm. like maybe if you roll a dice that's how many of these tokens you get and then you can allocate your yeah. tokens to your flow chart depending <laughs> on what you want to do See, i in, think for, that's what for, i'm thinking my, sorry my
1: last on oh, my last thing on this the, the thing that i would have done is i would have put out after they've done the unboxing video i would have put out a let's play hmm. of, or a live thing showing how the game works and then i would have done these articles to explain <laughs> things in more to depth. explain things in more depth yeah because then people could have watched the game being played and then gone. Ah, but I can have the articles up and have a read through them afterwards. But anyway, yeah,
0: yeah, well, I'm not uh, in
1: charge of atomic mass. I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're not the boss of them, yeah. hey, Darcy from Kildare. Well, we'll find out. We'll find but, out uh, this yeah. weekend.
1: But yes, uh, moving on from the Shadowpoint stuff. There's also a few additional bits and pieces for Legion. Um, yeah. So uh, they're actually releasing a new Clone Wars pack um, very soon as well for Commander Cody. So he's going to be dropping into the mix uh, for Star Wars Legion. So if you want to play out some as we were saying earlier clone wars era stuff mm-hmm. you got a nice little figure pack there so you get the the cards and things for commander cody but you also get um upgrade cards so you can throw waxer and boil into the mix as well um alongside him so you can add the name characters from the show a little bit like what they did with um uh the previous uh, clone wars commander oh, i can't
0: remember his name now so yeah, that's really a, bad a, another one you're talking about he, yeah. he looks very very similar to cody i mean they're almost <laughs> they doing thought it right <laughs> Oh man, that's going to really blue.
1: be me now. But yeah, the blue guy, the blue he guy. had cards in there yeah. for his blue companions, which was mm. always quite nice. But anyway, so this is going to come out. So if you want to throw Comm- Commander Cody in alongside um, Obi-Wan or something and have some fun um, uh, fighting, thing, fighting the Clone Wars out with them, then you'll be able to pick those up. And I quite like the models again. I think that's they look nice. Really nice. They've got yeah. both flavors
0: of helmets. They've got they phase do. one shark helms with mm-hmm. the little fins up them. Yeah. and then they've got the later fears with looking more stormtrooper-esque yeah it's the,
1: the the various characters and which ones they held on to and stuff during their their time fighting which gives it a kind of a nice veteran feel so, yeah, yeah very very cool so yeah Legion, legion's not dead guys it's still around people yep. are still playing the game you can yeah, sure. you, they they bought us they bought out asajj ventress recently as well so yeah, you yeah. know yeah, yeah.
3: can yeah. we, we buy it day. anywhere <laughs>
1: No, no, of
0: course not. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's another matter entirely. Anyway, <laughs> it, it exists. It exists, and you may be able to to find it depending on where you are in the world. Yeah. Outside the United States, probably. If
1: less. you live next to the atomic mass offices, then you probably can't buy it.
0: So. Yeah. Well, t- t- time will tell where they go with uh, with Legion, because there's a lot of heavy investment in Legion, and if it gets uh, if if like the eldest child, it gets ignored when when a new one comes along. There'll be an awful lot well, of unhappy people. An interesting thing that a lot of people have been talking about is if the
1: rules aren't prohibitive in some way to stop you using Legion
0: miniatures, why can't you just change the distances and use your collection to play the game? But, yeah. <clears throat> well, my my guess would be yeah. it'll be cards and tokens you'll well, need to buy yeah. the packs to get the you'll probably have to, to buy a to pack to play that but, yeah. Point, yeah
1: but so, we shall see
0: people are very ingen- in, in, ingenious when it well yeah you, I mean so. you buy the stuff you take all the cards and bits and pieces out you need to play Shutterpoint and then yeah. you put the miniatures up for sale and you just play <laughs> you get your money back it'll be fine people will just want to paint yeah. those I, I, I,
1: I'm going to uh, I'm going to I'm going to be reserved in my judgement of it but I will, I will I will see what it's like there's no Miss Window in a game named after his in solo book I'm just going to say Anything Star Wars is great. So yeah. I and I want things to be good. I don't want things yeah. to be bad. Why would well, you ever want things to be bad? So there we go. Because I'm <laughs> a, a negative Nancy by nature. <laughs> anyway, yeah. nope,
2: nope. nope. Uh, so yeah.
1: Uh, well, yes. So so moving from uh, you know uh, a, a, a different land far far away mm. to a frontier far, oh my god mm. oh my god some wild west stuff <laughs> all right jesus that was terrible
2: <laughs> i can't do you just went pew
1: pew pew i should have just gone pew 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 yeah so um old glory who a lot of people will know um have put up a couple of uh sets on their web store for those people who want to play out some wild west games wild west seems to be quite a, a thing at the moment um uh, so I've these heard of it. <laughs> so these are available in 25 mil scale mm. Um, so a little bit smaller than what you are normally used to be playing with in, in 28 and stuff. But uh, they've put together two different sets of 15 miniatures each. Um, the first set uh, is designed to represent the likes of um, marshals, sheriff, and lawman, and that kind of thing. So if you want to be playing as the good guys, the white hats, mm. uh, then you have some options there. And as you can see, they've got um, a range of different weapons. So you've got the shotguns rifles revolvers uh, and everything else in the mix which is which is good to see Mm. Uh, slightly more well kitted out (laughs) than the next set we're going to see which has been designed to uh, represent gunfighters shootists and the no goods so if you're looking to play as varmints running around doing a bit of rustling uh, then this is the set for you although as you'll see it doesn't necessarily come with a good variety of weapons (laughs) there's like one shotgun in the set but (laughs) everybody gets pistols but yeah, but it, it you know, there's no reason why you can't mix and match the two sets and oh, play yeah. around with things as and as in, as and when you like. I do like that this set comes with stuff that was also nice to see in um uh things like the black sheep collection, where you've got the robbers with like the bags over their bags shoulders over the and shoulders, things. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my favourite's that chap on the,
0: the the right in the middle with the uh, the poncho. Yeah.
1: Gotta love a poncho, man.
0: So, Always love yeah. the poncho. It's a nice variety of of clothes and headwear yeah. as well. Yeah, Not everybody is wearing a Stetson. You've got bowlers and all sorts in there yeah. as well. Yeah. Which, um, which is always good because you don't want uniformity on the tabletop. No. I know some people will be going, oh my God, 25 mil, but all my stuff is theoretically 28, but more like 40 these days. Um, <laughs> but it's nice to see Old Glory sticking to their guns and not getting involved in the scale creep nightmare.
2: Yeah,
0: um, um, They'll match very well with Wargame foundries. Um, Old West line, Being which it. is of a similar, well, similar size, much older, um, but the the figure line in there holds up very well. So
3: could could always just be a shorter person. Very true. That
0: is, <laughs> true. That is very true.
3: Hi, everyone's a six foot.
0: I'm average bald. height. It's the rest of you's pulling it down. <laughs> yeah, that, mm, they're yeah. really cute. I like them a lot. Yeah, I might pick As, up a set and see what they look like.
1: Lots of dynamism and detail
0: in there as well, which is always nice to see, especially well, for skirmish games. There used like a massive handlebar come mutton chops on this guy as well.
2: <laughs> and that's
0: good. Some ridiculous facial hair is always good for the Old West. Don't ask yeah. me why I'm saying that.
1: But uh, yeah, Old Glory, you know, great company. Go and check them out and see
0: what else they've got as well. Yeah, um, depending where you are in the world, they've got two websites because there's no Old Glory There's no Old Glory US UK. And UK. And yes. You will find the UK site does not have many images. So no, often no. often I will go to the U.S. site and look for the images there of stuff that I want to buy yes. and then go back to the U.K. site. Yes, because it um, took me quite a while to find those images. So. Uh, <laughs> sorry, if I'd known you were looking for them, I would have given you that advice in advance. I was like, um, I don't know where I am on this shop. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyway. I'm lost. But anyway, yes. Yeah. Well, you got there in the end. That's, that's the yeah. main thing. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. It's the end of the news, and that can mean only one thing. A big Galvey bucket load of 40k.
1: Grim, dark stuff. Hope you're ready. Boom. (laughs) Right. So over the last uh, weekend, we had the Warhammer Open Day um, up in Nottingham here in the UK. And that meant a couple of new previews for both the grim, dark future of Warhammer 40,000 and also what's happening in the Mortal Realms as well. We'll start off with the grim, dark future uh, because it's good to go backwards. Mm. Uh, And we'll have a look at the new miniature that came out for uh, Farsight. Uh, Love this. Oh yes, he's he's very cool. And look at all those samurai vibes <laughs> going it's on there. Perfect. It's yeah. perfect. So it's... Commander Farsight has been kitted out in his new suit of armor. This is his new XV-86 Supernova battle suit, which has been named as such because it has a heretical AI in it called Supernova that uh, watches over him and keeps him kicking ass and taking names. It's also it very always... sarcastic.
2: Yeah,
3: <laughs> because I've Has read it... I've I've read one of the latest Farsight novels, and uh-huh. the the AI in his suit is very sarcastic.
1: Brilliant! That's exactly how I want it to be. He
3: he yeah. does an emergency ingress into the suit, and he goes, uh-huh. "Not bad, was it?" And it goes, "You could have been two seconds quicker." I was
2: like, oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's cool. It's nice to have a little bit of character in the AI and stuff. But like so, uh, yeah, so you've got the new model for for Commander Firesight, who has been tasked with dealing with the War of Dacca, which has been started by the Bad Moon's Warlord Nasdrag. Beautiful um,
3: guest of the Zorks.
1: Yeah, who has decided that he wants to prove to the Tau that he can outshoot them, and that is the <laughs> entire purpose of the war. So there we go. I'm <laughs> sure he can outshoot them. But does that yeah. include hitting the target or just that, firing yeah. all rounds? Sure.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, yeah, so um, Commander Farsight has been sent to deal. Well, he's not been sent. He doesn't care about the Tau ta- ta Command. He's doing it himself. He's going to go and kick ass and take names with his buddies uh, and sort of battle against the bad moons. And uh, Nasdreg has called on the, um, the work of the sneakiest of all orcs, Snickrot, who's going to be uh, stealthing around in the background with his dual daggers at the ready to um, garrote and kill as many people as he can. Um, As you can see, he's not afraid of killing some orcs. He'll also kill them. (laughs) He's got his very awesome kind of like
0: splinter cell style um, visor, which makes that sound as it comes down. I really hope it is absolutely pointless. It just has tints in it, so it doesn't have
2: night vision or anything else. All it does is
3: change the color. It doesn't actually work, but he yeah. will, he thinks he it works, so it, it works. does. And so it
1: does,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, so he's going to be sneaking around on the tabletop as an adversary to um, Commander Fireside.
0: It's quite nice that he's using dog tags as um, yes, fan I braces. I like that. That's really cool. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are saying. All I can say is a blank base and a smoke grenade.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I see what you did there. The meme, yeah. is, the meme is right. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so these two models are going to come uh, as part of a new, uh, well, a couple of new boarding patrol sets. This will be the first chance to get them. Obviously, they're going to be available separately later on down the yep. line, so you don't have to feel like you have to pick them up straight away. But um, you get the new combat patrol for the Tau. Boarding uh, patrol, Ben. Boarding patrol, not combat patrol. Yes, sorry. There's a difference now. (laughs) There is now. God knows what it is, but it's there's a difference now. Hundred points. Yeah. (laughs) So this comes with three crisis battle suits uh, that could be designed to um, work as the kind of brotherhood of of uh, Tao that fight alongside um, the Enclave. uh, the Enclave, yeah, alongside Farsight. Uh, you also get the 10-man uh, Fire Warriors team that can be assembled as breaches, which makes sense. And you also get all the, the whole horde of tactical dro- uh, drones flying around in the background as well. And some of you might be saying, isn't this about boarding actions? Why are they taking battle suits? Battle suits can walk. It's okay. <laughs> they can crouch and they have fusion guns which is and and flamers which is exactly what you want when you're <laughs> going through the uh, the depths of a uh, a space hulk so there we go i
3: i don't mind this as far as the the boarding patrol boxes have, have been so far like some of them were a bit weird like the chaos one having happened Ab- on but then Abaddon, how yeah. how can i say that now and not be completely hypocritical by saying i like this one because it's got farsight in it <laughs> well yeah true because farsight's inter- a badass
1: the thing that was really interesting to me, and I saw it in a, a video. I, I, ashamedly, I watched Balrak this week. It's, oh, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, on his arm, he's got the hexagrammaton from the Dark Angels on oh. his wrist-mounted thing there. as like a rune. And a lot of people have been like, has he stolen that? Or has he been... Because Farsight's quite enlightened as part of the Tau. And he tends to use a lot of stuff that others don't use. For example, the freaking sword that he has, the Necron yeah. sword. Um, so maybe he's kind of worked out a way to ward off demons or something with the hexagrammaton on his armor. Or yeah,
3: yeah, but see, again, that's something else the, the more recent novel was talking about was their encounter with demons and having no idea what the hell they were. Well, there you go. And mm-hmm. then trying to figure it out. And as you say, because Farsight is a little more awake than, <laughs> than most of the other Tau, <laughs> Because his eyes are open and the you know, the onvar and all them not idiots. following that
1: greater good nonsense.
3: Yeah. yeah. Screw the greater good, I'm out for it for myself.
1: Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, very cool stuff. The Oaks have also got themselves a boarding boarding patrol, not a not well a combat done. patrol. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which comes with Snickrot uh, alongside five flash kits, as you might have imagined the you flash might kits need. Are when you're trying to uh, outgun your opponent, you also got the ten b snagger boys for getting up close and personal in combat. And then, because Snickrot's in the set, you get a, a set of the ten commandos that you will have um, recognized from the old Kill Team box uh, that can do his dirty work. And yes, they come with the bomb squig because, of course, they do.
3: I don't care about the bomb squig; I care about the the grop in the the full the, the navel. Sort of, yeah. Yes, I am. Yes, I
1: uh, but yeah, so you've got a, a set of the new look orcs there alongside, alongside some of the uh, the, classic or, the classic orcs and then Snickrot at the front with his smoke grenade at the ready. Um, all the kind of updated stuff for them is going to come. Well, actually, they have started to do, I think, sort of different data slates and things for mm-hmm. some of the characters that are coming up uh, for free. So like Vashtor you can get for free and all that kind of stuff, which is quite nice. And Asriel, um, which we'll talk about in a bit. Uh, but there's also going to be the new Arcs of Omen book coming out. Um or, which will contain the continuing story. So this is book four in the series. Book three is Vashtor, then this one's the one after that. Uh, and it will tell the tale of uh, the battle for Arthas Moloch, uh, where the Orc threat is uh, is is brightest, I guess, uh, which will come with uh, a way of sort of telling that story and kind of rules for all that kind of thing as well. You'll find additional enhancements and stratagems, which I'm going to count as the new things they're going to do in 10th edition. Mm-hmm. Screw all the other stuff. <laughs> So you'll have new stuff for the Tau Empire, the Azoyani Eldar, the, Yer- y- the Yanari Eldar, the Drakari, the Dark Eldar, the Harlequins—still the Harlequins—it's okay—and the Adeptus Sororitas, <laughs> the Battle Sisters, Sisters of the Battle. There we go. Um, so yes, lots of interesting stuff there for um, for the world of Warhammer Forty Thousand. But we'll come back to more in a little bit. So mm. yes, uh, moving to the mortal realms, we've also got to preview some new stuff for the forces of Khorne and the forces of Slaanesh. Uh, they're going to be getting, as seems to be the case now with um, Age of Sigmar, a new model, a new battle tome, and a new vanguard set. Uh, so the first one of these is the Realm Gore Ritualist, who wouldn't look out of place at a uh, hair, hair metal concert, probably. Mm.
0: Yeah, <laughs> It's very Lordy-esque, yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, so have one of them uh, leading the way for your armies. Uh, they can inscribe runic um. Uh, i was going to say charms but probably curses i guess into the terrain around them and then blood bursts forth from the realms and will send your models nearby into a bounce of hatred and rage and berserk fury which is quite fitting for corn um you've also then got the, well this is then going to be attached to a new battle tome for the blades of uh, blades of corn Uh, which will come with all the new stuff you need in it as per normal. You get new Path to Glory rules and all that kind of goodness in there. And then there's also going to be a new Vanguard set, which is your kind of starting point, a little bit like a Combat Patrol for one of 40,000 to dive in, uh, which comes with a whole host of different holes in there.
3: (laughs) Either or, who knows?
1: A Realm Patrol. (laughs) Juggernauts of corn once again. Yeah, so that comes with three Blood Reavers, uh, sorry, ten Blood Reavers, ten Blood Warriors, So you've got your Chaos Warriors and your Marauders, essentially. And then you've got your three Skull Crushers at the back, and they're led by a Slaughter Priest um, who's looking very cool. Uh, And then on the other side of things, if you want to be slightly more excessive, but not in the blood sense, in the sexy sense,
2: I would go, wow, wow.
1: (laughs) You've got the Lord of Hubris who in very Vega from Street Fighter, the animated movie style, uh, doesn't like people touching his face or hurting him in any way mm-hmm. and will sort of dodge and dive out of combat with everyone. But he also does the kind of come at me, bro thing. So he'll always let you strike him first and then he'll kind of dodge away and
0: attack you back and that kind of thing. So he's very full of himself. It's like being actually. in a street fight. You always let them get the first dig in and then it's self-defense when the police come. Exactly,
1: yes. That's, that's <laughs> he's what worried say,
0: about yeah. the Warhammer police. <laughs>
1: Uh, so he's the new kind of uh, model that you can drop into your Slaneshi forces and then once again they come with a new battle tome which is focused around the hedonites of, of slanesh uh, so if you want to lead your um combined armies of the demons and the mortals then you can do um the thing that i is is uh, seemed to it seemed to fly under the radar for a lot of people. Is actually the Slanesh range for Age of Sigmar is pretty cool. They did some very nice models for it that kind of played around with the old artwork and designs and things from Warhammer Fantasy and things and stuff. And so it was nice to see them well, it's it's a shame that they didn't get as much kind of jazz I suppose mm. as uh as some of the other ranges but you're able to pick up a new Vanguard set uh that comes with a bunch of new characters in it as well for you to to get started with that one. Uh inside this set you get I'm just gonna scroll to it you get <laughs> a shard speaker of Slanesh three slangor fiend bloods ten Bliss barb archers oh god plus five slick blades slick blade Sne- seekers oh god it's so hard to say these sure. And the Bliss Barb Seekers. Oh my God. It, it, the naming conventions. It Steeds probably of Slanesh. Yes. Slanesh
0: <laughs> warriors. Warrior. There we go. Steeds of Slanesh. Yeah, we'll go. Life was there much easier in the old day. What is it? It's a steed. What yeah. god is it? Slanesh. Steed of Slanesh. Move yeah. along. It's the, the bomb with the big tongue. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, yes, uh, some interesting stuff there for the Mortal Realms, if you want to dive in and play around with that. Mm. But then the pre-orders for this weekend. This stuff isn't even out yet. The pre-orders for this weekend coming tomorrow is we're going to be getting a new book, the third in the series for the Arcs of Omen, where Vashtor is besieging the Rock. All of Valrak's dreams are coming true. (laughs) The lion will come. (laughs) It wasn't a Tim pot theory after all. Um, So Vashtor is going to be attacking the rock with his forces of chaos. And alongside that, we get a new box set, which comes with the two miniatures. It's a vehicle for them, essentially, uh, which is called the Wrath of the Soul Forge King. So you get Asriel and you get um, Vashtor in this set and on the chaos side you get some obliterators and the venom crawler and then there's also those 10 cultists who I think they've just turned up on the wrong day I think they're like where are the legionnaires um, they, they
3: were told <laughs> to turn up and then they see deathwing terminators and go oh.
1: exactly <laughs> <laughs> and yeah as John was saying you get the deathwing terminators on the other side alongside the primaris space marines who come with a dark angels upgrade kit so you can turn them into actual dark angels start fearing weasel fierce go on. <laughs> start fearing yeah <laughs> so uh that's the new box set which will be as i say the vehicle for the new models and the mm. the first place you can pick them up again these models will come out separately later on down the line as well uh yeah, you've also I, got some new dice so you've got vashtor dice Boom. The, the the symbols back on the six yeah and uh yeah and uh you've then got the uh you want to be happy when you brought when you see the symbol you don't want to be sad that's true and there's also a set of dice for the Imperial Knights and the Chaos Knights as well. Um, so if you're interested in picking those up, you can do. Uh, they don't actually tend to go as fast as they used to nowadays. Um, so you might ha- you might be able to pick some up for yourself. That'd be quite good. So yeah, if, if you if you want to try and find a gift for the Imperial Knight player who has
0: everything, maybe get them some lovely dice. Have fun with. I Don't know if they're on the sexes or the ones here though who knows no. I, honestly, I, I want them to do a set of chaos dice for Zinch where the, the, the symbol is just on random numbers yes so it would just amuse me so much just you know it's the change of the ways sometimes every, good sometimes bad like a 7 Sucking up. or like a 9 it's just a blank yeah. dice
1: well, it's just, yeah, it's yeah. you.
0: you choose you, you, you do you just yeah. tell people what you need it to be but yeah uh, make sure to go and check out
1: um, all those pre-orders and stuff on, store. Mm. on tabletop. bing 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 buy merch I all merch. that kind of good stuff And uh, yeah, we'll be back with more Games Workshop news next week. Of course, we will.
0: Always be back with more Games Workshop news. They never stop. They never stop. It's like Sisyphus pushing a boulder up a hill. They'll (laughs) never reach the top. Right. We're going to take a quick swish. And when we come back, we'll be rounding out the show. Okay, we are back to round out the show. And the first thing we're gonna be checking out is some 3D print. Yeah. Let's let's look it. at us dangling the equivalent of 3D print keys in front of Shay. Keep the <laughs> child happy. Jingle jangle jingle jangle. I don't know. This this might not this isn't mechs, so it might oh. not
1: uh, necessarily jimmy their jams, but we'll see. So I'll just go
0: now. <laughs> <laughs> Shea, shea's, shea's broad spectrum when it comes to uh, That's true. That's yeah, true. To I, printing like, things. I like a lot of things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And we are going to be looking at some
1: historicals. Yeah, so it's a, well, it's a mix of two different things. So it's a little bit of historical, a little bit of fantasy, but we'll mm. start with the historical stuff. So we have talked about, uh, I, well, I went very Ace Ventura then for a second mm. as if I was about to just start talking and never stop anyway. <laughs> We're going to be looking at uh, Medbury miniatures and their March releases um, for this year. Now we have looked at Medbury in the past, but I thought it was worth coming back and having a look at them again because they do do some very nice stuff. You said um, do-do. Oh, God, (laughs) (laughs) we're children (laughs) here. Um, so for their historical side of things, they are essentially building on what they've done previously for the kind of medieval period.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, for a lot of people who've been looking at things like the Baron's War and stuff, um, this is a pretty nice little selection of uh, miniatures for you to dive into. Or if you may be looking at something like Bretonians as well for, mm. for fantasy or trying to build like an old, old world style army, um, they've been kind of bulking out their offerings for that. Uh, a couple of months ago, They've done things like Outlaws and Robin Hood and that kind of thing. And they've done Foot Knights and that kind of stuff. But now they've started to work towards um doing men at arms on horseback. So you've got a lot of, lot of uh, warriors that are kind of themed towards the idea of them being Scottish soldiers. So they're to hammer the English, as well, it were, yeah. and send them back across the border. Uh, but you've got your mounted um men-at-arms there with swords and axes and spears and all that kind of stuff as well. So you can ride around with a good skirmishing group of troops uh, on the tabletop. The other really fun addition to this, and it's one that obviously themes things a little bit more towards the uh, the Scottish uh, end of the spectrum when it comes to medieval warfare, is that you can also pick up the Black Douglas, James Douglas himself.
0: There he is. Jimbo. Jimbo. Big Jim. Jim. How <laughs> the fuck will be happy about that?
1: Who is um, Constantly a, pre- a black Douglas? <laughs> who is a pretty notorious uh, Scottish warlord uh, from the time? I say warlord. He gets a bit of bad stick. Mm. I mean, he was actually quite bloodthirsty, but anyway, yeah, yeah, um, who was? it? So he was essentially like the right hand man to um, the big boy himself at the time, Robert. Robert the Bruce, yes, that's his name. I was about to say Brucey, but then I I just started (laughs) thinking about bonuses. Uh, So, And he was one of his most stalwart supporters and chieftains and warlords of the time that would Mm. do a lot of his dirty work for him. Um, There's some very, very awesome stories about James Douglas, the Black Douglas, including one about a siege where they've been trying to take this castle from the English for Months mm-hmm. and they just couldn't get in, so he just went. Well, screw chivalry and all that nonsense. And during the night, he snuck up over the walls, just butchered all the all the the watchmen, and took over the town the, the, and the castle in the you know a matter of a matter of hours, which was That's in, the way which you go. Was better. Yeah, Except the art of war only works in Japan. Yeah, he also ha- <laughs> he also has a uh, a pretty cool sort of death as well, mm-hmm. um, where uh, he was. Um, he was out in the whole Land and he did like one big final charge. And uh, I think they, uh, he, uh, he died in this battle uh, against um uh, the, the, the Muslim forces. And then he had, or I think it might've been, was it the, the Moors maybe? I think it was the Moors, but anyway, and he had his heart carved out from his chest and then was taken back to Scotland and is in like an resting place in a chapel somewhere there as well. So That's best way. he's, He's a he's as they say he's a bit of a hard bastard. So, (laughs)
2: Mm.
0: they're they're (laughs) uh, nice-looking figures as well, and like I say, with with that um, period-style helm, they work for fantasy, but they also work for the Crusades. um, Yes, including things like the Northern Crusades and the Baltic States. They work quite well as um, sergeants as well.
2: Yeah,
0: for just uh, paint them up
1: in different colours and away you go. Essentially, (laughs) so but yeah, Yeah. so it's a good set of stuff that they've developed for the historical side of things. Um, as I say, they've got a pretty intense catalogue of mm. uh, of medieval offerings, as well as other bits and pieces as well that you can dive into and look at. So if you wanted to build up a big force for something like the Barons War or something like that, then that would be pretty good. Or uh, or Lion Rampant, and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, yeah. Soldiers of Good build. stuff from the historical Hang side on. of things.
0: Saga, for example.
1: <laughs> for Saga, yeah. yeah. Uh, on the other side of things, I wonder why I might have picked these. Um, So uh, the other thing that Medbury also has fun with is they tend to do a lot of Middle-earth-adjacent stuff. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so that's where these miniatures come in. So they've been working on uh, some more of the not-Gondorians, not-Ministerith warriors, that will be watching over the walls uh, as the orcs come and knock in on the door. You know, they just want some sugar. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Those those are the ones that had their heads flung over the walls by the orcs. (laughs) I'll teach them. Uh, so you've got essentially a set of City Guard a la Citadel Guard that you could use in your in your warbands and stuff on the tabletop, as well as some really nice bits of siege machinery. And these could, could obviously yeah. be dropped into something a little bit historical as well if you really wanted to. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so you've got things like the baluster and you've got the um, trebuchet, uh, trebuchet in the mix as well, which is really cool. Fairy buckets. Yes. <laughs> uh, and then you've got uh, your city guard armed and arm- armoured in different ways uh, with the big winged helmets and some without. You've got bows, swords, shields. You've got the crews and everything like that. It's That's a very Rust-style helmet, that guy. Yeah,
0: out, actually. I like with it. The, di- with the onion bit. It's you know. different. Yeah. I don't see it often. Maybe there's one per platoon just to squeeze all their oranges. Yeah. Well, the other, the other way that I think about this is
1: that there are obviously other kingdoms of men in the fiefdoms and stuff in Middle-earth. So there's no reason why you couldn't go down the route of playing around with different aesthetics from history to kind Mm -hmm. of represent the different kingdoms that were around. You know, there's Dol Almoroth and that kind of thing, but these would be good for some of the other ones out there as well. Um, But yeah, a really nice little set of models. There's also like a little vignette piece in there as well with a a somewhat familiar face, potentially, uh, accepting a lovely flower from a lady before riding
0: out to... uh, glory <laughs> yeah sure could be yeah. so i'm sure lloyd would be very happy with that he's constantly looking for for trebuchet i don't know why <laughs> either i have no idea what he wants them for or even what army he thinks he needs them for or what game he's playing I like. think... but the amount of times he's banged on about trebuchet and trying to find one and get one the right yeah. size and blah 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 blah, just constant i think he admires the engineering that's probably <laughs> it He, he can't weird. have a train in yeah. uh, medieval times, but uh, at least you can get a bit of of counterweighting and uh, a little leverage, Leverage yeah. forces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What he wants
1: is one of those ones with the little the the, the wheel in the middle for them to be running around. In.
0: <laughs> there you go. Yeah, There's your is. city guard captain. You're not Faramir. Yep. Um, what age are you? Thirty six. When yeah. Boromir was your age, he was thirty eight.
2: <laughs> Field me for the last time. Uh. <laughs> Uh, yeah. But
1: yeah, so there's a nice little section of different things there for both historical and fantasy set of things. It's uh, interesting that they've got
0: separate heads. Is that across the board, or is it just for some of the kniggets and the like? Do you think? Uh, I'm not. I'm not sure actually, um, because then uh, obviously when you were saying about things like um, doing different city states or different different mm-hmm. kingdoms, fiefdoms, whatever it happens to be, you know, being able to go in and just possibly replace all of the helm styles with the orange juice squeezer helm. To yeah, have yeah. A, a regiment feel <laughs> and go, well, this isn't um minister is or, or whatever. This is whatever. a different, yeah, a completely yeah. different force. That'd be cool. Uh, I'm not sure. Somewhere. I mean,
1: the only 3D prints that I've had from them previously, they do tend to go into a lot of detail uh-huh. and that stuff. But, uh, <laughs> there you go. Different heads
0: for the city guard foot unmounted. So there you go.
1: Boom. There you go because i i got some of their stuff 3d printed by forge master and it was mm. just a single piece miniature and stuff mm-hmm. which you'll actually see on sunday hopefully so, <gasps> as long as lloyd doesn't start talking about trains boilers <laughs> um but yeah so uh, uh they, they do they do some lovely stuff and you can get it um uh printed off by other people yeah. merchants also and this is something that we very, very much enjoy,
2: mm. metal.
1: Mm. Uh, Temple huge. of the
0: West are going to be working on these guys in metal in the future. That's right. So I forgot Kyle had threatened that. Yes. He has. Yes. Sweet, so. sweet metal, like what nature intended. Yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> mm. Sweet metal, as piece. long as it's one piece. That's that's the only thing yeah. I say. So. Uh, not worried about whether it's one piece or not. It'll be as many bets. I don't as want wants. to pin things, Jerry. <laughs> but if you don't want to pin things, why do you have multiple pin vices? Well, that's many just me,
2: isn't it? <laughs> I think it's just you, Jerry.
0: Shut up. Right, but yes, Medbury Miniatures. A uh, really nice mm-hmm. set of stuff. Obviously, you can go follow them on the Patreon. Get their things. Yeah. They also um, have my mini factory and um, yeah. and all sorts of other things as well. So oh, go well, there So if, if you're not a <laughs> if you're not a patrony type, you can just do your one stop shopping them. If you don't like patronising people, I you love patronising people. Tribe them instead. Oh, yeah, <laughs> okay. Also yes. Yeah. Also yes. <laughs> right. There you go. What do you think, Shay? You're going to get into some saga. You're getting some saga. Do you have a line rampant. Oh, line rampant. Ooh. I'm
1: sure there's. I'm sure there's a dark age bone somewhere in your body that you'd love to play as some Vikings or something, Shay.
2: It's bound to be. Bound oh, to be. I do like, like some Vikings. Fight. I do like Vikings. Vikings Ooh. are cool.
0: This is when it begins.
2: <laughs> it's not going to happen, Jerry. It's Ooh. not going to happen.
0: Once Viking you're in, you're never out, Shay. It'll happen. <laughs> happen to me. It'll happen to you. <laughs>
2: Sorry,
0: we've just gone full Homer Simpson. I was <laughs> the future once.
2: <laughs> should
0: mm. we look like at some kickstarters yes we probably should okay uh,
1: so uh moving into the realm of kickstarter we start off with another little bit of 3d printing um mm. uh, but uh this from a, a different end of the historical spectrum so this one's a little bit more modern uh these are the folks at 3d breed miniatures we've looked at them in the past when mm. they've uh, i think we looked at their last kickstarter actually which was all about north africa and uh, world war ii Um, But they've recently hit up Kickstarter with their March to Hell Vietnam range. Uh, And these can be printed in either 15 mil or 28 mil, depending on uh, which way you want to go and the kind of games that you want to play. Uh, And the interesting thing about the uh, stuff from um, uh, from March to Hell, sorry, from 3D Breed, Hmm. is that they have that slightly more heroic feel to them. Uh so they've been designed okay. very much more to give that kind of a little bit more pulpy feel, I think, to games. So opposed to them being slightly more historically true, like the stuff you would get from Empress, for example. I think that God. with these ones they've gone for like big heads, big big hands, kind of thing, big muscles.
0: <laughs> Makes <laughs> life easier that... if
1: you're printing them at the smaller scales yes. as well. Yeah. Yep. Nothing's yep. going to snap off. <laughs> Um, but, yeah, so they've done, as you would have expected, quite a lot of stuff um, yep. for the uh, the world yes. of... Uh, stop hilarious. looking at people's stuff on Instagram. That's his. Yes.
0: I was looking at the things what he had painted for the people. Yes, but, oh. <laughs> that p- painted the little <laughs> tiny VC types, and then the, the little American guys. I'll
1: take you anywhere. Anyway. No, fun. Yeah. At least, you found you mini- At least you found some big pictures. That's the thing. But anyway. Um, so, yeah. So they've done a whole host of different miniatures for this. So you can get your hands on uh, US Army stuff and the v- the uh, Vietnam side as well. Uh, you've also got your, I love that little Apocalypse Now set. Okay, cool. <laughs> Yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah. Uh, then you've got a lot of vehicles that they've done as well. So they've done the APC and uh, the, uh, the Huey as well, yeah. which is very nice and uh, some specialist bits and pieces there too. Um, but essentially you adore this stuff because obviously you're getting the big. <laughs> it's free.
0: John, <laughs> you want
1: to go, go halfers on a Kickstarter? of just fucking... <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> is that, is that um, Private Joker from Full Metal Jacket? It,
1: uh,
3: be. it could be, With yeah. The, um, the special. <laughs> nice.
1: um, but Yeah, so they've done all the little bits and pieces for this, and even though you get like, essentially one set of infantry because you can print endless amounts of them Hmm. kind of gives you everything you need to use for your games although if you're playing smaller squad based stuff you might not necessarily need to have that option which is interesting Uh, but actually they've they've sort of gone with the idea of the stretch goals expanding their their the variety of elements and then also throwing in some more specialist weapons as well so you get you were getting the essentially the, the the bare bones with the initial pledge but then as more people have added to the pot it's unlocked specialists that will then filter back into what your pledges are giving you so it's a little
0: medic team evacuating somebody Mm
3: -hmm. they all look a little gnomish to me
0: i think i think the
3: proportions are throwing me off a mm -hmm. bit
0: i think at 15 they have that battlefront big head big hand feel Mm -hmm. and i think that's fine at 15 at the 28 it looks a bit too cannon fodder <laughs> You remember cannon fodder that's one for the. I'd say another kid reference for the the, the, the way the, the way that i look a lot of
1: the 3d breed stuff hmm. is that I, it feels like it would be really nice paired against other 3d breed armies yes so i'm I'm always <clears throat> glad when they do both sides both of, the sides conflict. of a, Yeah. so mm. if you bought into this you could get the vietnamese and you could get the u.s and suddenly you have two very good looking armies with that same style going on um uh, but
0: uh but and yeah. on toes. Oh, yeah. Wow. They're, I mean, they're, they've hammered through Stretch Goals Google. They so really have. There's yeah. a Huey, a daughter, Yay. Uh, some more Vietnamese stuff. A seahorse at 30,000. So they're... Just a seahorse. Not a vehicle. Just a seahorse. Just a seahorse. Yeah. <laughs> if it's help it, it has tied its tail around a bit of seaweed to keep it in place. Yeah. So that's good. Uh, but yeah, they seem to have hammered through quite a lot of additions. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I think a lot of people really like the style hmm. that they do. Uh, and I think because it's consistent as well, and they've delivered over the previous projects that they've done, I think people kind of see them effect- effectively as a sure bet, to be honest.
0: So uh, hence why they've got 18,000 yeah. <laughs> odd pounds in the Yeah, for, so, for their yeah. <laughs> a relatively relatively yeah. modest initial goal. But then it's, you know, they're the incremental steps. Aren't uh, aren't particularly egregious, so I think it's Mm. one of those where you've got a a decent starting point, and if if you don't go for ridiculous goals, especially with three D printing, you can go well. Here's your base, and if people find me great, and uh, and if they don't, then you know it's still achievable. But even then, what's that? You're named to hell 45 45 euros for everything, essentially forty five euros. I mean, that's that's for nothing, ah. you could you could skip the food van a couple of days, <laughs> get stuck into it.
1: Lovely Especially stuff. If it's half these. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> the, food, the food van is one of the few pleasures we still
2: have in during the day.
0: Yeah, well, it's fascinating to see if at any stage they decide to go with a um, a rule set in particular. Obviously, I'm thinking. Yeah, Flames of War has the brown border stuff, uh, Bramborder Navy.
3: Is there any Osprey blue book that would go with it?
0: No, not think, think of not this scale because if you're if you're doing this, you want to be playing full-on sort of stuff. So I think I've got the Nam rules for Flames of War kicking around. Is there are two fat lardies
1: Vietnam game. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. there you go. You've got one and oh, Eight, probably. Oh, so, there'll
0: yeah. <laughs> be multiple, multiple options out there. Well yeah. But, but uh, yeah, if yeah. you're going to do it, do it, go go big. Do Ooh. the full combined full arms. jungle
1: tables, yeah. winding rivers, Sweet. traps flamethrowers
0: oh, the push them and trail and away you go the whole kit and caboodle yeah uh <laughs> 23 days left so it's right mm-hmm. at the very start can only Pretty go back i would be surprised if it doesn't hit all of its stretch goals by the end especially once she's yeah, in there
2: yeah.
1: mm-hmm. buying, buying <laughs> stuff
0: and doing things it's all good
1: the, the important thing for this one though is that it's it is specifically 3d printing based yeah. so it's not one of these ones where you're going to get your hands on physical minute, it's just it, it's all about the stl files and having the access to that
2: God, great.
0: I've got one of those not not is though anyway i digress 23 days left get in on the march to hell you yeah. weren't there man you weren't there so <laughs> you did there. our second kickstarter then mm. an old friend returned yeah
1: so this this is one that you, we I think you've looked at Oakbound and talked to us about
0: their game in the past, haven't you? So, I, I, yeah. in, in multiple ways, this is right in my wheelhouse, right up yeah. my strata. For these um, goblins come via the medium of Westphalia. These are all Westphalia sculpts well, that were we retired from Westphalia. And uh, and then Oakbound have brought them across the Atlantic and uh, are uh, doing a, a new casting run of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so it means you've got a really nice set of classic fantasy hobgoblins um, from jeff and uh, broke down into multiple units but you can pick them up in sort of a variety of ways um, so you've got your sword and board types you've got your bows and then you've got your filthy spear stickers as well and there's a nice variety within each i love the symbol clashing musician <laughs> i mean yeah, why bother with the drum i'm just gonna bap these two pots together um but yeah you've got a a nice core of a force sort of 12 individual sculpts per unit uh, and you can you can just essentially fill out on units if you want to play a, a mass battle game you can do this thing if you want to play uh some skirmish or solo campaign games um and you just want to pick up a small unit of each uh just to give you a handful of hobgoblins of various types, whether it happens to be sort of halberds or pole arms or bows, then they're all in there. Um, yeah. It's a really nice set of of figures and only £65 pounds for the all-in. i will not mm. scrolled down yet.
1: But. And I think they've been designed in that, yeah, I like the different regiment sizes that you can go for. So yeah. depending on the game that you're playing, you can think about how many of them you need in order to sort of dive mm. in and have fun with it. Like you could just be like, I just need a little skirmishing band or something of them. So. Yeah. It's pretty
0: nice. So it's it's really nice to see these figures as well um, that they haven't just disappeared off the map altogether. So yeah. to speak, yeah. because I'm a sucker for these sculpts. I've got a few of them kicking around here from Westphalia when they were in resin. These, if memory serves, Jeff has retooled uh, the masters for metal casting. Very so much. these will not be resin; they will be the more rambunctious, robust metalist. Mm-hmm which gives him a chance to play with a spin caster <laughs> that he got during the pandemic. So he could, didn't have to rely on other people to keep his, his infantry stock. Oh, there we go. Um, yeah. It means he can just go right ahead and chuck them in there. And then we hit the exciting and new stuff. Um, interesting idea for a scout tower. I need to know what's going on over that hill. You trolls, you pull me over there.
1: Aren't they going to know that we're coming?
0: No, mm, don't worry no, about don't, it. Uh, no. it's, it's fine. We're all fine here. Cause you imagine mm. if you're just a tiny little hobgoblin and you're trying to scout ahead, uh, you're only going to be able to see like two foot in front of you, it's barely anything at all. I like the idea of a mobile command center and just some, <laughs> some hobgoblin yes. warlord just up the top looking oh, yeah. and going, Oh dear. Oh, there's so many racist elves on our right flank. Send <laughs> more trolls to deal with the racist elves. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, the the stretch goals are are pretty much where it's where it's at for me because I I like the hobgoblin range. It's a really solid core, but it's nice seeing some of these unusual little bits that uh, Jeff's included for the expansion of it. So if you're playing things like Oathmark uh, and games like that, uh, well, or, or Saga, army, yeah, for example, yeah. Um, then you can you can get some of these hopefully with a little bit of magic. Yeah. yeah. Um, unique but still thematically they work very well with the hobgoblins when you're seeing things like the stone giant uh, with that wicked looking axe come mace uh, coming swinging in at head height it's uh, it's going to be an interesting interesting set and hopefully Jeff expands on it over time as well yeah it'd be nice to see some more character models or something in the future yeah I'd imagine uh They'll skirt into some of his games as well because he has like uh, Into the Woods Woods, um, where you can set a load of badger riding pixies against them. See how (laughs) that turns out for all and sundry. Everyone loves badger riding pixies. I do, which is why I've got quite a few of them. (laughs) I just need to add some of the squirrel riding pixies from Bad Squiddo and make some sort of fearsome forest pixie army that just comes screaming at a very high-pitched sound towards you. It's uh, just like never crossing the streams. You never yeah, mix no. squirrels with pixies because then it just
1: goes mad. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> only, only young children and dogs can hear their war cries, <laughs> which means for everybody else, it's just a silent, stealthy <laughs> army that just all of a sudden hits you in a flank. That's why everybody should always bring yeah. children with them just so to make sure they don't get attacked by pixies from the flanks. That's a top tip for fantasy wargaming folks. There we go. I always bring just like a canary canary again of mine spring a couple of toddlers in a cage when they start screaming watch out for the pixies <laughs> but yeah lovely looking hobgoblins and a classic fantasy spin yeah. there is a whole eight shiny days left it's already funded just needs a bit of a push on so i can get that giant i'm just saying just get on there folks do it do it for me if not for yourself do it for me am i not the most important thing it's one of those days these people have had to suffer for hours you don't know how lucky you are huh? <laughs> right i think that winds us up for another week we shall return next friday for more of the same well we might it's day there may not be a me here <laughs> there may be a very messy looking Gandalf we'll, we'll, and we'll nearby, out, I guess. but right. <laughs> who knows how these things will pan out uh if that is too far away. Join us on Sunday over on tabletop.com for the XLBS, where we witter about hobby, and we're joined by the Brothers Johnson this week. Mm-hmm. Don't forget, you can also win that Age of Sigmar game. Extremis. Extremis. It uh, spun off from Iron Man 3. Is that how that went? Maybe, yeah. It went Iron Man 3, Age of Sigmar. That's how that goes. So probably strikes me as a Tony Stark style fellow. We've already seen Jarvis there plugged into Commander Farsight. So Marvel and Warhammer are all merging, apparently. (laughs) Right. Until next week, have a great week of gaming. Bye-bye.
2: Go ahead and check out our other content on screen now. And while you're at it, why not hit subscribe and remember to ding or dong. Go on, you know you want to click it. Go on.